Welcome and thank you for joining us at Christian International Ministries. Our vision is to help you hear God's voice to change your world. For more information about this and other resources, please visit www.christianinternational.com. Thank you. You have to live up to all that hype. That's always fun. I was at a church in New Jersey, and I was speaking at the youth service that Sunday night. And so the pastor got up, and church is packed, probably like about five, 600 people. And he's like, tonight's going to be powerful. You're going to hear from this anointed man. And then he went on and on. He probably went for like 10 minutes just like hyping it up. And I'm just looking at, what's he talking about? <laughs> I, I need to find that guy. But, I mean, it, it's, just, it's just fun. It's funny. It's awesome. I enjoy it. Love it. So, yep, Ned, thanks. Thanks for preaching my word. That was good. Really, really, really appreciate that. That's good. The joys of being in a prophetic house where we all hear from God and God speaking the same thing. <laughs> so, no, it's good. But I want to talk about the open door, the season of the open door. And, you know, when something's locked, it's pretty frustrating when something's locked. If you are locked in something, then you're trapped. If you're locked out of something, then you have access denied to something. I remember one day I was in elementary school, and I didn't have homework one day. So I decided to leave my book bag at school. I was like, I don't have homework. I'm just going to run home and play and just have fun with my friends. So I did, played, and I got home and realized I didn't have my keys because they were in my bag. So I was locked out of my house. My mom, this was, I lived in New York. I lived in the Bronx. My mom worked in Manhattan an hour and a half away. So I literally had to sit outside until like 6 o'clock that night until my mom came home. I was like, hmm, I really should have thought that through. <laughs> I never forgot my keys after that again. But I want to talk about the open door. I believe that we are in a season of the open door. We've gone through a season where things have been locked, where we have been locked out of things, and where we've been trapped in some things. And I believe God's opening the door and causing us to move out of that place that we've been in. So there are two reasons why a door is open. Number one, for exit. Number two, for entry. You enter through an open door or you leave through an open door. I'm going to read Revelation chapter 4, verse 1. You can just write it down. After this, I looked, and there before me was a door standing open in heaven, and the voice I had first heard speaking to me like a trumpet came, said, Come up here, and I will show you what must take place. So in this, we see a picture of an open door where the door is open to John and God calls and invites him in. So first thing I want to talk about is entry, entering through the open door. God's opened the door for us to come into that open door. And I believe that during this season of the open door, for us to really, the first thing is we have to be open to go through the open door. Our hearts have to be open. We have to be open to what God is doing and what God is saying. And one of the things I really felt like the Lord was starting challenging me about was in December was just really looking and evaluating things and just saying, okay, God, what are, what are you really asking of me? What are you requiring of me? And in that moment, choosing to open my heart and responding to God again and saying, yes, Lord. Okay, Lord, I thought I dealt with this, but you're going back to those ears, so Yes. So in those moments, opening our hearts to the Lord again and letting him come in again and do what he wants to do. 
you know, for us to really be open and yielded. And sometimes when we're familiar with being in a church and being in an environment, we get familiar with it, we understand, we know how things work. Okay, this is the time I normally show up. I show up at 10.15. I know it starts at 10 o'clock. <laughs> you know, and we, we get into whatever routines that, that we normally, in 9.45, whatever we, we normally get into, and we just function out of that routine. But I believe in this season, God's t- causing us to stop and maybe evaluate a little bit. Okay, maybe I really can get there at 10. Maybe I can set my alarm and make a change. Or 9 for prayer. There you go, boom, for prayer. <laughs> a plug for prayer. Show up at 9 for prayer. And you know, really evaluating those things and letting God draw you and pull you into the things that he has for you. You know, for me, I'm just looking like, okay, you know, I could really pray more in this year. I could really declare some more things. You know, so I've been kind of just stepping those things up in my own personal life. Just like, okay, Lord, yes, I open my heart. This is the season of the open door, but for me to go through, I've got to be open. I've got to let go of whatever I need to let go to go through it, the door. So a few ways that we can really challenge ourselves to be open in this season is sow more seeds. This year, we've given more money within the past month than we've given all of last year. And we, d- we purpose to do it. We said, God, we're going to sow more seeds than we've sown. And, you know, since we've been going out to eat and going to restaurants, I've been tipping, tipping more than 20%, doing a lot more. So we're really making a really, <laughs> well, we're going out a lot less too. <laughs> but we're really making conscious choices to saying, okay, God, I'm going to be open more. I want to be blessed greater financially. So I'm making choices now to open myself up, to set myself up to be blessed financially. So making those conscious choices of saying, okay, God, this is where I need you to show up. This is where I need to see your open door. And saying, I'm going to open up in these areas so I can begin to see it. I'm not taking up an offering right now. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> You'll double it. Okay, Revelation chapter 3, verse 20 and 21. Here I am. Stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with that person and they with me. To that one... To the one who is victorious, I will give him the right to sit with me on my throne, just as I was victorious and sat with my Father in heaven. So, I want to mention, kind of, Ned kind of covered disappointment really well. (laughs) That was my next point. But Jesus basically invites us to come and sit with him on the throne. But he says you do that by stepping into his victory. So you have to begin to push past those disappointments and those areas of failure. Yes, they happen. Yes, you've been disappointed. Yes, we all have been disappointed. Yes, we've experienced things. We've experienced failures. We've experienced things that were negative. But we don't settle there. That's not where it ends. So behind every problem is a promise. So whenever we, we, we encounter a difficult situation, you realize there is no situation that's difficult for God. So the difficult situations that we're in, all we need is to see him in that moment. 
is to begin to see what he's doing, to see what he's saying in that moment, to flip those situations into the promise. So how do you do that? You're like, yeah, that sounds good, but how, how, do, I, how do I practically do that? Is you begin to trust God. It's you really begin to believe him. Okay, God, you say I'm going to the nations, but God, I, I don't even have a passport. But you trust him. You say, okay, God, I don't know how you're going to do this, but I trust you. And then you make preparations believing that what God said is going to come to pass. You get a prophetic word, you go into nations. It's not that difficult to get a passport. Go get a passport. You can do your part in expectation of saying, okay, this is what God said. This is what God's going to do. I can do this. That's all I can do. I may, may not be able to do anything else, but I can do this one thing to show that my faith is here. To show that I, I'm believing that God's going to open this door. And when that door opens, I'm already ready to run through it. So we can set ourselves up in a place of preparation in expectation of what God's going to do. Uh, Deuteronomy 30 verse 19. This day... I call the heavens and the earth as a witness against you that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Now choose life so that you and your children may live. So we have to choose life. In the face of disappointment, in the face of those things, we choose life. So we, we, in the midst of whatever we're facing, we have a choice. We can choose to succumb to the disappointment and let that rule and reign us. Or we can choose to rise above it and rule and reign it. We can choose by saying, okay, this is what happened, but I was expecting this. I got disappointed. Here's the other thing that <laughs> believers do often is we deny a problem and call it faith. I can't pay my bills, but God's going to bless me. I don't even want to look at the bills. And you hide them away or whatever. But just because you deny something doesn't mean it didn't affect you. So denial doesn't equal faith. Faith is accepting what the situation is, looking right at it and saying, okay, this is what you are, but this is what God says about you. Not avoiding the situation, but looking at it and declaring to the situation what God says it is. So speaking to the situation and commanding it to line up with what God said. So Abraham received the promise from God that he would bear a son. And that through his seed, the generations, it would be like the sands of the sea and go on and on and on. But, however, Abraham tried to make the promise happen. But yet he still trusted God. He knew it was going to come to pass. So he didn't doubt God. He just doubted the timing. He's like, I'm going to have a son. I don't see it happening right now, so I'm going to make it happen. <laughs> but he knew it was going to happen. So he still trusted God. That's why we still call him the father of faith. So Abraham still believed God in the midst of it all even though he stepped out out of timing. So we have to trust God and wait on his timing. We don't want to 
produce Ishmael's. Because the Ishmael would fight against the promise even for generations. So we believe God and wait on his timing. So here's the bottom line. We have to realize that God is good. We have to realize that he is for our good. So if we're asking for something that didn't happen the way we're asking for, it's still for our good. You know, if, if Landon comes up and asks, can I get a Lamborghini for Christmas? If they can afford it, that'd be awesome. <laughs> but they're not going to give it to him, even if they could afford it. They wouldn't give it to him. He's not ready for it. So there's some things we're asking God for, and we're not ready for it. But he's good, and he's a good father. He's like, you're just not ready for it yet. That's why you don't have it. It's not because I'm denying you because I'm mean. You're just not ready for it. So how do we get ready for the promises of God? We prepare. We set ourselves faithful every day in the little things. You know, if you talk to any successful person, they'll tell you the key to their success is being faithful every day. In whatever area that is. If you're an athlete, you you train every day. You're faithful in your craft to become successful at it. So whatever you're, you're, you're believing God for, be faithful in what you have now. And then it will multiply and produce what you're eventually looking for. Okay, second part I want to talk about is, so that all was entry. I want to talk about exit. Mark chapter 1, verse 10 and 11. Just as Jesus came up out of the water, he saw heaven opened, and the Spirit descended on him like a dove. A voice came from heaven. You are my son, whom I loved. With you, I am well pleased. So heaven is opened, and what comes out of it is the voice of the Father, approving his son, sharing his love, affirming who he is and who he's called him to be. So Jesus aligns with what God said about him. He's saying, this is who I am because God spoke it over me. So how many of you know Jesus functioned on earth as a human? He didn't walk in his divinity when he was here. So how did he fulfill his purpose of what he came here to do? Was he, he received what the Father said about him, what came out of heaven concerning him. He received it and walked it out. Isaiah chapter 7, verse 14. Therefore, the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and he shall be called Emmanuel, God with us. So one thing I really feel like the Lord is going to really do this year, I feel like he's really going to be Emmanuel with us. He's going to be God with us this year. I feel like Emmanuel is going to be a key thing, that God's really going to show up for us personally and corporately like never before. And I believe even just Sunday morning, this past Sunday, I believe that that was even just a sign of that, of God just showing up dramatically for us. You know, as that door is open, he's coming through that open door and he's coming to us. He's coming to encounter us. He's coming to change us. He's coming to equip us. He's coming to build us up. And I believe it's, it, individually, God's coming to us. I believe God's really going to show up in just personal ways for each and every one of us this year. That's really just going to blow our minds. It's going to be just like a gift from his heart to ours. 
of him just showing up in, in family situations, showing up on job situations, showing up in your finances, showing up in, in those areas that you've been waiting for for a long time. He's really going to begin to show up in those areas in just, in just a great way. It's going to be a suddenly, but it wasn't sudden. <laughs> it took time. But I believe the years up till now has been preparations in setting the stage for him to begin to show up in these arenas, in these areas. But I also believe that God's going to begin to show up in a very public way, in a very national way. I believe we're probably going to see more stories on the news and things like that, just uh, talking about God and giving glory to God. I feel like he's really going to make himself known. And one of the things I saw an article earlier this in the year that said in Hollywood, they're calling this the year of the Bible. There are several movies that are coming out that are going to be Bible stories or just be faith-based. Heaven's for Real. There's a Noah movie coming out. Yeah. And I forgot what other one. There's, there's like a couple others that are coming out this year. And I believe that's, that's just a sign of God saying, I'm showing up on the stage. I'm making myself known. I'm going to, be, I'm going to demonstrate who I am. But also when, when that scripture, when, when Isaiah prophesies about Emmanuel... He was prophesying to the king of Judah at that time. And that prophecy came. It was a dual prophecy of the coming of Christ, but it was also a prophecy of his not being destroyed. Two nations were coming against him, and both armies were destroyed supernaturally. So I believe that's also God's really going to crush some enemies in this season. Some long-standing enemies that we've been afraid of that's been coming against us. God says, I'm going to begin to crush them. He's coming through that open door as Emmanuel, and he's coming to meet with us, and he's coming to destroy some of our enemies. Are you ready for that? Ready to see some enemies taken out? I believe God's really going to begin to do that this year. So I just want to pray for you before Rebecca comes up. So just lift your hands. So Father, right now, we just thank you for this season of the open door. And God, we thank you even just for giving us new eyes to begin to see our open door, Father. And God, we just declare that we open our hearts in this season like never before. And we say, search us, God. Let us begin to connect with you in a whole new way. We receive you as Emmanuel. We believe that your coming is God with us in this season, God. And God, we, we're expecting those supernatural things to begin to happen. We're expecting those, those suddenlies to begin to break out. And we say, we align with you, Father. We step out of disappointment. We step out of the past. And God, we step into our future right now. We step into the open door. We step into the places of breakthrough. We step into the places of faith. We step into the places of hope and joy now in Jesus' name.